Welcome, everyone, to the Market Week in Review for the week ending March 11th, 2022. I'm your host, Beijing Lin, and today I'm joined once again by our Chief Investment Strategist, Eric Ristabit. Eric, how are you doing today? I'm good, Beijing. How are you doing? I'm doing well as well. Thank you so much for stopping by, Eric. There are a couple things that I would really like to get your perspective on. The first being inflation. The second being the ECB policy decision. And the final one being an update on the Russia-Ukraine situation. So let's get started with inflation. It's that time of month again, and the February CPI data was released today. What can you tell us about those results and the implications for the Federal Reserve? Yeah, so highest number since the 1980s, 7.9 on a on a annualized basis. So,、um, you know, it it is kind of a continuation of a trend that we've seen of running very hot inflation in the U.S. The suspects driving the inflation are the same ones that we've seen recently. It's it's energy number one and food and shelter number、uh, kind of two and three. So,、uh, all of which are are critically important to us in our daily lives. So it's kind of a continuation of a trend. Um, probably exacerbated to some degree by the 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 the, the, the Ukrainian conflict, right? Because it, it's put a lot of uncertainty into the to the energy market, and, and I think you really kind of have to be thinking about you know what this means for central banks. I think in the second question we're going to be probably talking about inflation again、um, because that is the, the the word of the day. It's interesting. I think today we're kind of reminded of all the things that we were talking about before Russia invaded the Ukraine. And, and we're talking about what's the Fed response. I, you know, at this point, the market is fully expecting. Everybody is expecting. Chairman Powell said effectively they're going to raise rates、uh, next week when they meet.、Um, the market is pretty fixed on a 25 basis point rather than a 50 basis point increase that happened、uh, a while back.、Um, and they're now pricing in six hikes. It was seven, went to five, now at six.、Uh, probably a little bit helped a little bit by this inflation number. Um, you know that's a key watch point for us. We've been talking a lot about it for the last two weeks. Taking a look at energy prices and making sure that we kind of monitor those. And if that changes our inflationary、uh, picture, particularly if it gets up to that 130 to 150 range on the WTI,、um, that's when you actually probably going to have to start changing your macroeconomic expectations. And traveling across the ocean now to Europe, the ECB held their monetary policy meeting today. What can you tell us about what was announced at the meeting? Well, they, they kind of surprised people a little bit.、Uh, they, they said they're going to end their bond purchasing program in the third quarter, which was sooner than expected. Interesting, they made an adjustment to their language around what happens after that. I, I think the the old language was、uh, you know a later date. But shortly after ending the bond purchasing, they would they would consider raising interest rates.、Um, now they're they're saying a, a, a little bit more nebulous. You know, after a period of time, it's, I, I can't remember exactly what the wording is, but it's not shortly, right? So it's just it's just kind of they pulled forward the end of the asset purchase or the asset purchase program. They may not be pulling forward the interest rate rises. We'll, we'll see how that that that. That plays, but again, they're responding to the same things that we just talked about in the U.S. High inflation, and if you think about the dependency of Europe on Russian energy in particular, it, you know, inflation in that sector to be is probably running hotter in Europe than it is in the U.S.,、uh, 
um, just because we're largely, you know, our own natural gas providers, uh, or at least North America, we're kind of a self-contained unit. So I, I think that's something to watch. And I think that's really what the, the ECB was talking about. But you, you have to look at this because, you know, you, you, the concern that we have potentially around the macroeconomic growth rate for the U.S., that we just talked about is, is probably an area of concern. In fact, the ECB talked about it in their announcement as well. They're concerned about what that means for growth, but they're also very concerned about what it means for inflation. So they chose today to focus on the inflation piece. Right, definitely a lot of uncertainty in the outlook, as you mentioned. A lot of it depends on how the data evolves from here, be that inflation data, growth data, and also how the situation in Russia and Ukraine continues to evolve. And obviously, that's been the cause of a lot of market volatility this week. Can you update us on what the latest developments are? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, this looks like it's going to be a prolonged um, engagement between Russia and the Ukraine. Both sides seem fairly dug into their current positions. The, the you know, it seems very clear that, that, you know, Putin is seeking a regime change in the Ukraine. And and, and kind of needs that at a kind of a minimum to begin considering what he does next. At least that's all the things you're hearing from from Putin. And and, and generally, Putin does what Putin says he's going to do. So that you know historically that's been a pretty good uh, good uh, kind of indicator of wh where they're going with that. But all the I mean the action in the market. I mean we we saw index providers. We talked about that last week, you and I, about the fact that index providers had, ch had decided to pull. Russian assets, Russian holdings, particularly equities out of their benchmarks. Um, we saw that FTSE did that on Monday. Uh, we saw that um, MSCI did it on Wednesday. Stocks, uh, the stocks index group is going to do it in a, in a week or two. So you're, you're seeing that progress. Um, I think that continues to kind of reflect the fact that they view those markets on, as uninvestable. But again, not a big capital market. Not a huge portion of the global economy. Russia is one and three quarters of, of a percent of the global economy, the real transmission agent for uncertainty for the broader macroeconomic outlook, as we said, is energy. And we saw volatility uh, this week that is is profound. Uh, on Tuesday, we saw WTI spiked $127 a barrel and came down significantly yesterday and continued to fall back to about a 106 level uh, today. So 127, if you recall, when we talked just a minute ago about the danger zone for, you know, oil prices is that 130 to 150 before you really begin to think about, am I going to reduce, uh, you know, my macroeconomic expectations? 106 feels a lot better than 127. And, and so far, even though there's a lot of energy uncertainty, it doesn't look like there's been any disruption in supply. So that's something that we'll continue to monitor. We'll monitor the the events in, in general, but unfortunately, uh, just tragically for the Ukrainian people, this looks like it's going to go on for a while. Yeah, it's definitely a, an unfortunate situation, and our our hearts really go out to all who have lost their lives in this crisis. Eric, thank you so much for taking the time to stop by and share with us your perspective and insight. And to our viewers, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week.